Welcome to the board in the post-June apocalypse. I'm Dan, as always, and I'm in here with Mike. Hello. Claire. Hey. And Pete. Hello. This week is a movie episode. We did the Tomorrow War movie special. I told everyone we were watching Zulu. <laughs> and then sprung this on them at the last minute. Hey. <laughs> One day I won't bluff. Oh, shit. Not looking forward to that day. My favourite Christmas movie. I'll be sick that day. <laughs> Sorry, I've got toothache. I can't come. It's not a Christmas movie. Of course it's a Christmas movie. I watch it at Christmas and there's a bunch of blokes in red and white bringing the gift of British civilization. <laughs> All right, argument one. Definitely a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, would anyone like to guess the rating for The Tomorrow War? Released in 2021. Impacted by COVID, this movie. So we're we talking IMDb rating. Yeah? IMDb rating. What IMDb gave it? Five point two or something lame like that. Higher than that. Oh, it was. Yeah. But I bet it wasn't what. I'm going six point eight. Oh, you're very close. Hmm. Six point six. You know already. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think. I it's disagree worth with more. the six point six. Worth more than that. Yeah, definitely. I just. Seven point one for me. Yeah, I'll give it a seven point one. It's minimum in the sevens, isn't it? Yeah. Starring Chris Pratt as Dan Forrester, the main character. Yvonne Strahovski as Colonel Murray Forrester. J.K. Simmons, who I think is great in this film. The old guy with the beard, yeah, his yeah, dad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's also he's great in everything, to be fair, J.K. Simmons. I, I was going to say, I can't think of anything I've seen him in and gone, well, that was a shit performance. Yeah. Actually, he always has the same performance. But you <laughs> love it every you know, time. His best for me is the, is the, journal, the, the newspaper guy in, in Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic yeah. in that. Good actors in this. and Yeah, there's decent actors. Yeah. Betty Gilpin as Emmy Forrester. Sam Richardson as Charlie. Yeah, we can go on. Edwin Hodges Dorian. It's a decent movie. It hasn't got, I wouldn't say it's got a, a, a well-known cast, apart from the main stars, but so, certainly... Couple of, couple they do a good well job. They do a good enough job. for what the, And this, for me, is a pretty fucking basic... If you release this movie in the early 90s... It'd be better because you'd just be like, "Wow, well, this is just—it's a good solid action movie that knows it's a good solid action movie." It's not trying to bedazzle me with bollocks. It's cool. There's explosions. There's aliens. There's time travel. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> we won't be bringing you the pl- the viewing ratings this week because SoundCloud has an issue with what are we calling it with the stats. The stats. There's some discrepancies with the stats. Basically. No one's listened. No, that's what it's telling us. Like nobody's listened from anywhere in the world. No, we didn't. We released an episode and then it never seemed to release, and then we had to re-release it. And so there's been some cock-ups. There's basically. been. We we are at home to Mister Cock-up this week. Mm-hmm. Not on our doing. Not on our part. No, from SoundCloud, who we do pay, so we should probably slap them around a little bit and ask for some compensation. So yeah, we won't be doing that, but you can follow us on Facebook and Cullen for the Ball in the Post Truth Apocalypse. YouTube is Apocalypse Ball and SoundCloud and Spotify and all your other podcasting platforms are cutting through the ball in the PTA. Right, let's crack on with this movie. Yeah. Can I start with, does anyone know what it was going to be called before it was called The Tomorrow War? Oh, cack, I did see this and I can't remember what it was. Ghost Draft. Ghost Draft. Uh, <laughs> no, I kind of like that. I kind of like it, but I don't think it fits the film. No, of course it does. Every single person that gets drafted gets no. ghosted. <laughs> no, is a ghost. Dead. Yeah, no, dead. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're dead in that at that time period, aren't they? Mm. Bit of a spoiler alert for about <laughs> half an hour into the film, but still. And some other names that it was going to be called. 
I'll go on. It's quite a list. Generation Alien. No. no. World Lame. War A. Lame. Uh, too, too much like World War Z, yeah. Generation Gone. That's not too bad. Mm, it's better than the if other If it was two. a more serious film, mm. then Generation Gone. Yeah. Saving Private Roy Alien. Oh, yeah. That's terrible. That's just a joke, isn't it? <laughs> that one's a joke, yeah. Horizon White Spike. No. Jurassic Draft. No. That doesn't, one doesn't even make sense. No, it doesn't, does it? Generation Draft. No. no. Alien Dawn. No. Maybe. Rapture no. Dawn. No. Apocalypse Dawn. A lot of Dawn things going on here, isn't there? Hero Dawn. Yeah, that's something. All right, I'm done. Destiny War or Saving Tomorrow? Destiny War. Saving Tomorrow. Saving Tomorrow, maybe. Destiny War and I the think, first one were good. I think they went with the right choice. Yeah, sums it up mm. pretty well, isn't it? False start to this movie because we're, we're thrown into the future army. Oh, Miami Beach. Uh, there's some, uh, another, it's called Dan Forrester, Chris Pratt, and a number of other soldiers fall from the sky amidst a devastated landscape. And yeah, Miami's on fire, isn't it? Yeah. Just a bit. It's, it's it's a wasteland. It's a hell of an opening. They're just falling and you're just like, and some people are just crashing into buildings. Yeah. You're yeah. Like, what's going on with these people? They're just dropping off the side, breaking their legs on the fucking edge yeah. of the pool. And you're like, well, that's no good. Brutal. He lands in the pool, though, among some other people who continue falling from, from what we assume is some kind of portal. And we jump back 28 years earlier to December 2022. Did I mention this film got panned by COVID, basically? Yeah. Spent 200 million quid on this film, yeah. the studio did. It was going to be released in cinemas, wasn't it? Yeah. And they sold it to Amazon for 200 million. Got their money back, basically. Yeah. 28 years back to December 2022, Dan is a biology teacher that lives with his wife, Emmy, and daughter, Muri. At a Christmas party, Dan is waiting to hear back about a job at a research institute, and he gets a phone call informing they've picked someone else for the position. He was a squad leader in Iraq. It's like a special operations guy, wasn't he? Yeah. So that makes him, you know, he's he's pretty hard. He knows his, he knows his way around a battlefield, if nothing else. That's it. But they pick someone else because they say you haven't got any leadership, and he's like, I've got squad missions in Iraq. What else do you want? And I'm like, no, no, not what we're looking for. Which is like every fucking job you ever go for. We want experience. I got some. It's not the right kind. You can't get experience without being given a chance. That's can you? that's the catch twenty two, isn't it? So he goes back inside to watch the World Cup with his family. I think Brazil are playing. I can't oh, remember yeah. who they're playing. Can't tell. You can't tell, that's right. But it's 3-3, the score is, when the event happens. That's, could be it. Could be any Brazil time. No, Brazil 2022. That was a World Cup in 2022. Oh, so it was. And it was 3-3, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Argentina and France. That's right. Oh, my God, this film's predicted the future. Well, no, well, they predicted Brazil. Yeah. It wasn't, it was Argentina, but... <laughs> So as they're watching the game, a fucking massive portal opens up and a bunch of heavily armed people appear through it. And everyone's probably thinking, fuck me, it's terrorists at that point. But, you know, I was thinking they've done it perfectly. Perfect place to do it. Yeah. It's the biggest watched event in the biggest world. stage, isn't it? Isn't definitely. It? I mean, yeah. how many people are watching the World Cup final like worldwide? Two or three billion, isn't yeah, it? Something yeah, something ridiculous like that. Certainly a decent percentage of yeah. the population. So if you want to get everyone's attention, that is the time to do it. Yeah. They picked the perfect time, I think. Oh, totally. Obviously, it confuses the shit out of everybody. The female soldier, Lieutenant Hart, played by Josie Matthews, announces to everyone that in 30 years' time from that moment, 
humanity will be wiped from the face of the earth due to an overwhelming alien invasion. I like the line she says there. She's like, we're losing the war and the enemy's not human. And you're like, oh, that's spicy. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Sign me up. No, wait. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> and the hope is they can recruit anyone they can to jump to the future and prevent humanity's extinction. Let me just pick out... You Tell me more. You wouldn't... She's from the future. She knows what the fuck's going to go on. So, like, you know, whether you go tell me more or, you know, they're losing. So you've got to be all in. Yeah, but I want to know what I'm fighting. Mm. So if it's, like, Greys, well, that's <laughs> fine. I can kick one of them. I can punch it in this massive head. That's fine. Mm. But the aliens that they're fighting against, they're not so, like, you know, friend, like innocent-looking, so, so shitty-looking, so... I could take him in a fight. I can't take one of these things hand to hand. No. I don't think anyone can. But we have to try if if we did get it, you know. So you signing up immediately, are you, Claire? <laughs> Pretty much because I'm like, you know, I'm all in for humanity. She's just said you but... might not be eligible. All oh, right, but it depends be like... whether you're dead at that time or not. Oh, right. If you're dead at that time, that makes you eligible. Right. Okay. Pretty much. It's a bit of shit though, and it's like, yeah, you're gonna die in ten years, but you know, why not die now? Go on. <laughs> Sign up. <laughs> Die in a week instead. <laughs> yeah, you get a seven-day draft, don't you? Mm. So you go for seven days, and and then first of all they send the militaries of the world, don't they? Like, yeah, yeah you're all soldiers. Off you pop. And not many of them. Thirty percent of them come back. And they don't come back normal, do they? No, they're all heavily traumatized. Or massive disabled. P- or or disabled. Yeah. Massive PTSD. The 70% didn't return at all because they were all deaded. Yeah, that's going to sap morale a bit. Just a touch. So after they sent all the military, they're like, well, okay, we're going to start to draft civilians here. Who's, who's, who's going willingly? <laughs> Me. Claire. <laughs> I wouldn't have a choice. You wouldn't have a choice anyway. No. No, that's true. Both rec- served and passed basic training. But if they'd recruited us ten years ago, I'd be more thrilled about the prospect. Mm. Yes. You know, well, well, slightly less concerned about the prospect if you'd tell me ten years ago when I was a bit fitter and younger. Not quite butter ready now, are you? Exactly, not quite up to spec you at the moment. You don't much training either, do you? Well, I've you, got enough. No, no, I mean in this. Oh. You, get, you get a week's sort of boot I, camp, don't you? A week's boot camp. Every every seven days, the aliens retreat and they call it the Sabbath and that's when they, they're able to ship stuff in. People, supplies, whatever really, isn't it? They don't fight on a Sunday, basically. <laughs> they're Jewish. You know what? Is at least Saturday, get, isn't it? Sabbath. Sa- Saturday's the Sabbath. But at least you get a lie-in on a Sunday. <laughs> One day of rest. Yeah, at least it. you get a lie-in. That's, a, that's imperative for morale. Mm. If I don't get my Sunday lie in, I'm not so interested. <laughs> I'm going to be really cranky Monday morning when they do start attacking. And mind you, it might be good for them not to let me have that lie in. Because Dan gets called to draft. Dan he? gets called to draft. But a year later, after people are going and fighting and dying and not coming back, there's loads of riots and anti war protests. And for some reason, people are like, this isn't our war. You're like, well, it kind of is. Definitely is. Mmm. <laughs> Technically, it's not. Not theirs, personally. What? Yeah, like, if if someone... they die before that date, yeah. then it isn't their war, is it? But you're still asking someone to forgo ten years of life experience to go and maybe 
die horribly or come back in a ridiculous fucking... Yeah, it's a shit proposition, isn't it? It's a yeah. shit situation that humanity's found itself in. I guess, for the good of the species, you've got to go, haven't you? Well, yeah, you've got to you know, put everything to one side and just be like... You know you're going to be fucking human cannon fodder. Mm-hmm. The way they do send them, though, like, like seven days training... Here you go. Here's a weapon. This is how you fire it. Here's how, how you use it. Go on. Aim for the stomach <laughs> and the throat. But Dan doesn't get seven days, does he? No, no he doesn't. No, they're shipped out almost instantly, aren't they? Because there's a there's a cock up. Yeah. Something's going they're down. Attacking the time machine, aren't they, or something? Mm. The base, yeah. The, the, yeah it's sort of like an oil rig, isn't it? But we'll, we'll get to that. But yeah, hope for the future's dwindling in the present because like people are going and not coming back. Thousands of people are not coming back. And if you do get drafted, it's virtually a death sentence. So what's the fucking point? And in 30 years' time, you're going to have to fight the damn war anyway. But aren't you fucking the timeline? They're sending people into the future. They're dying. They're not going to live in their lives. They're not having kids or whatever. Yeah, you can, so, you're going to be reducing the population. So you're gonna be re- yeah, you're going to be reducing your... Even though you're sending people into the future, you, as soon as they you die, people are going to disappear. The criteria, they'd have been strict on it, wouldn't they? If you've had a child after this time... You're not going. Mm. We only get told like it's that. because of the death thing, but maybe it's more. They probably look at a few different things, mm. right? He has children in two years' time, so that's going to affect the future. We cannot use him. Yeah, not for two years. Mm. He's a Jaffer, he can go. <laughs> <laughs> that's somebody that's impotent, by the way. No, no, not impotent. Okay. Firing blanks, yeah, aren't they? Firing blanks. Yeah. They're, not, they're right. not fertile. Jaffa's an orange seedless, then. isn't it? Yeah. Right, got yeah. <laughs> Infertile. Yeah. So Dan is, is called to the draft because it turns out that he dies in 2030. And so he gets a, a nice little thing stuck to his arm. That looks painful. Does, doesn't it? Yeah. He's given 24 hours to settle his affairs. That's a shitter. It's better, than, a, better than so, no time to settle your affairs. Well, I know, but basically this thing stops... If, if you go off the grid, you decide, I'm going to ditch this and fuck off. They'll take your spouse instead. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or your next to kin. Or yeah. your next to kin. So it's like, well, well that's a bit... Hard. But if you, I know, I did hear it in, in the movie, if you do come back or you die, then your family gets a million dollars. Yeah. Which is something. Mm-hmm. At least they're set up, aren't they? Yeah. So the only person he can go to to potentially get this thing off is his dad, James, played by J.K. Simmons, who was a crazy Vietnam vet that went off, left the family, went off the grid, and presumably works as some kind of mercenary now, or has done, because he seems quite tooled up for an OAP. Yeah, he's definitely well equipped. He's definitely he? been doing some kind of mercenary work. It's like one of those very typical backwater garages you go to that's like got guns on the wall, half bits of broken or being built motorbikes and grease and oil all over the place and I don't know ashtray with a big cigar stump <laughs> smoking away it's very typical it's that isn't it very stereotypical of that he always it almost reminds me of like a less buff Sylvester Stallone in the Expendables yeah. like just running yeah. a group of mercenaries out of his garage kind yeah. of thing uh, I think that's exactly what they were going for I tell you, I'll give you I'll give for J.K. Simmons is doing this he got fucking shredded for this movie he was in shape and he's an old dude. Yeah. He, he goes to ask his dad for help, but 
then he has a bit of a that, that relationship is not a good one no. and he ends up going oh you know what screw it I don't want your help I never wanted it anyway and abandoned him and his yeah. mother you'll never see my daughter mm. stop sending Christmas cards to the house you know so because not, he couldn't get over the the thing with his dad he's decided he's going to go and he and go to the future and fight these aliens and he's probably thinking fuck it I was a special operations squad leader in Iraq I've got a de- I, I've got a decent chance of coming back. Yeah, yeah. You've got to you've got to sort of be thinking that, haven't you? Like, well, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I've watched enough war films. I'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> I fired a gun once and <laughs> when you were a cadet. Yeah. So Dan reports the draft where he meets other people like Charlie, Dorian, Nora, and Coan. Coan. I just say his name. Coan. 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 We'll go with Coan. And the draftees are told about the process of time jumping and the plan for their mission. Um, Charlie tells Pete Dan that to send people back who died before the war to avoid a paradox, while also noting Dorian jumped back after killing an alien, which they refer to as White Spikes, is when we first get the name. I've got, there's always a dude with a fucking claw around his neck and the Starship Troopers, or that, the, the, the black dude in that, who doesn't give a shit about dying. Mm. As the claw is like, this movie does borrow from several tropes. Oh, yeah. definitely. You definitely. know? Very little originality. Eh? No, there isn't. But, but it's stuff we like. Yeah. So that's fine. It doesn't, you know, it's not going to win any awards. No. That's why I give it a 7.1. It's a decent, oh, really? solid film. It knows what it is. Yeah. It's a big, dumb action movie. Yeah, yeah. It's silly, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't try and pretend to be what it's not, does it? No. it, it it's quite blatant about There's it. Some major plot holes in it. I mean, mm. why bother sending people back to the future anyway? You know these aliens are going to pop up at some point in Russia. Just wait for the day and just send the whole world Every, armies. All the world's armies just <laughs> surround this fucking place. And when they come out, just blast them to shit. Or just nuke, nuke the fucking yeah. site. It's in the middle of nowhere, just nuke it. Yeah, that's it. They didn't need to do that at all, did they? <laughs> no, they could no. have just gone down and said, yeah, right, we know that they came from here. Go and sort it out for us, please, before they come up. <laughs> yeah, Cheers, mate. That's it. That's all they had to do. But no one thought of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be fair, they were down to like 500,000 people. But still. Still. Yeah, but out of those... Fi- you, you can imagine the 500,000 people that managed to survive must have been just... Fucking hard ex fucking hard grunts. fucking nails, aren't they? Hard ex grunts or something. Normally not the brightest. <laughs> well, no, you think someone you think someone in this time would go? When did they turn up? Oh, twenty thirty eight. Twenty forty eight. Twenty forty eight. All right then. Well, when they when they first appear, somewhere in backwards Russia. Okay. Well, sort that feed then. No worries. Yeah, no worries. We'll see in a bit. The end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't make for a fun movie, but. No. I said, yeah, there is that. <laughs> yeah, but the and also you're like, well, okay, let's just send back a shit ton of right our our best technology weapons to them. Well, that's another thing. The weapons in the future are the same. Yeah, but we we, we you, know, you had a bit of a chat about this, didn't you? So how far are we in the future? Thirty years. Thirty years. Now, thirty years ago, you're still using the the M4, the M16. You're still using similar weapons to what you've got now. And you think with AI and everything, you'd have much better stuff, wouldn't you? Yeah, I guess. AI wasn't really as big as it was in 2021, though. No, but it will be in 2050. Well, they didn't know that when they made the film. 
You can extrapolate, can't you? Well, I guess so. I mean, no one's got phased plasma rifles or nothing, I yeah. guess. Would have come in handy, though. But I guess it was well. Don't think too hard about no, this film. It's can't good. think too hard. <laughs> right? Like like Marvel said in, in, in Endgame, it's time travel. Don't overthink it. Yeah? The Hulk says that. I'm sure he does. Don't overthink it. It's time travel. We're not going to. The problem is that the alarm goes off and they don't get any time to prepare and the draftees are alerted to pass through the jump link into the future where they will end up on Miami Beach. Things go wrong because this is where we come back to the start of the movie. Everyone's just dropping out the fucking sky into someone's pool. Yep. Or off the building. Not good. No. Yeah, they have a slight glitch, don't they, on the way in and that's it. <laughs> oh, shit. Coordinates wrong or something like that, wasn't it? The woman says. And Damn just it! As they're going through, oh, you don't want to hear that, do you? <laughs> Damn it, Carl! <sighs> but it's like, yeah, you couldn't have got it in a worse place, could they? Because they no. were all wanting to land. Uh, I'm guessing, like, just in the shallows of the water would be the perfect. On the beach, yeah. On the beach in the shallows of the water, so that that would be the perfect place, wouldn't it? Something to break your fall because it's a twelve foot drop, isn't it? Yeah, that's what they yeah. said. It's twelve foot. And most you can easily fucking hurt yourself from twelve yeah. foot. So yeah, you'd want to land on nice soft sand. It would hurt. It would help. Certainly not the corner of a fucking skyscraper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it goes wrong. Now Dan gets the his radio through. The message comes through from Romeo Command and the Colonel informs the team the military has issued a blanket bombardment on the area to wipe out anything alive. Not good. No. Nope. They've got X amount of time to get in there, go to a research lab, find the personnel, find the shit they're working on, and get out before the bombs are dropped. Standard combat search and rescue mission. Simple as. Yep. Apart from the fact you've got white spikes. Who what? And about 80% of the team sent down to do this is splattered on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> How to describe the white spikes? Um, Badass. Yeah. They're white. If they fire spikes out of their little tail things. If anybody's played Baldur's Gate, you've got the cat, this like big cat thing with like extra big tentacle long things that stick out of its back. If you've played Baldur's Gate, you know what I'm talking about. So, a bit like that, but white and scarier. Yeah, they're we're six foot tall, aren't they? They're about human yeah. size. They're fairly bulletproof. They're the yeah. only weak spots: their stomach and their throat. They've got massive fucking sharp teeth and yeah, big heads. Big teeth. Yeah. We're food for them, that's it, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. We are food. And they got a shooter at their mouth and their tail, and they can just shoot loads, can't they? They can just, you they know. They can shoot at their mouth. No. The tail they things got, they, they can. They've got two, haven't they? They've got the, yeah. two, the two, like, weird taily things that they've got that shoot spikes. Oh, right, okay. I knew it was coming from two places. Are they bone, them spikes? I'm guessing it's so, yeah. kind of what it looks or like. Or like hair. Like a rhinoceros. I'm guessing it's some kind of bone of some description. I don't know. It never says. Go through body armor. I'm just suggest. Yeah. Never mentions, does it? It's fucking solid either way. Yeah. Because you see him all dumb. Before you see any of the white spikes, you see spikes in the wall. Yeah. That's the first thing you see of the white spikes, and you're thinking, oh, is that from the aliens? Splattered blood everywhere. Yeah, yeah. You know, they find the research team and they're all, like, just strung up, ready to be eaten. Almost Predator-style. Yeah. Predator-style, Predator yeah, very much so. The first time they see one is that they go down the stairwell, aren't they? Yeah, they go, they've got what they need from the lab. They've got the, the trial stuff they're after, the data, all the, the chemicals they needed. 
They're on their way out, and as they're coming down the stairs, they start coming down from above, and these are just dragging people off the stairs, aren't they? Yeah, they're beasts. Oh, it's fucking crazy. They're very, very dexterous as well. Oh, yeah. They've got long limbs, plus these extra... These extra limbs that shoot, but they can be used as extra limbs as well. They can yeah. grapple things with them, and yeah, they're jumping off walls and shit. Yeah, yeah. So they've essentially got like six legs, but two upside down legs, kind of thing. They're pretty awesome, really. I mean, the one guy that Dorian, he's got it right. He's got a nice big twelve gauge repeating shotgun. Yeah, close up. That's what you boom boom. Yeah, they ain't getting up after one of them to the head, and you've got more chance of hitting one, haven't you? Because it's buckshot. Yeah. yeah. Well, they realise that the best place is the belly, isn't it? Yeah. But of course, they've got to expose their belly. Yeah. That's your issue, isn't it? And they're very good at as soon as they're getting shot at, they use their body armour. They they cover themselves up with their with their arms and yeah. their back, like to make sure they're not getting hit in the belly. But this is what this, this is my point. Like, look at the weapons these guys drop with. Some of them have got like submachine guns. That's doing nothing. That's a pistol round. I want a nice big fucking SLR. Like going fucking, with a bow and arrow. I want a big fucking battle, old battle rifle, or something with a big ass full metal jacket round. That's going not going to stop. I want a fucking yeah. elephant gun. Gonna, that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Oh, you I want, want your Barrett? I want to go in with an elephant gun or a Barrett. You want a 50 cal machine gun or you want a Barrett? You're not going to be able to carry around a 50 cal machine gun, really. Or a Barrett? Yeah, you can carry around a Barrett. Yeah, but firing one standing up accurately is going to be an issue. Yeah, Yeah, but you'd be on the roof, wouldn't you, supporting? Yeah, that's why I want my machine gun in the back of a Humvee. You want it mounted, Well, they do have them, don't they, on the back of some of the Humvees that survive. Now they do manage to kill some, and they get out. In the, they get out into the street. They've got the stuff. They've got to meet the Humvees to get them out of there. That plan goes to shit because the white spikes just kill and eat those dudes. Yeah, within seconds. Yeah. And then you're they, they proper rugby tackle the Humvees <laughs> and just knock the Humvees over. And yeah, just, yeah, rip them all apart. So there you go. There's a, a, a thing of the size. These things can shoulder charge a Humvee and knock it over. That's not good. No. They're like a small tank, aren't they? Mm. They really are. Very much so. And there were a couple of the conscripts actually sort of dropped down through a tunnel by accident. And while Dan attempts to help him, the white spikes are closing in. So the two conscripts who are down there, Nora and Cohen, who are like this middle-aged woman and this like fat beardy bloke who looks like he spent all of his life behind a computer, go down in a blaze of fucking glory. Yeah. Because yeah. the bombs are going to drop. He's, he's hurt his leg. She's like, felt some comradeship to him is like fuck it he's not dying alone I'm going down there I'll be oh, was we're got, an asshole she woman got <laughs> she yeah, got she got oh she did yeah she did she got shot with a spike didn't she yeah you're right so she but, knew but, she go was, down in that blaze of glory oh they, they were definitely heroes weren't they yeah it's Peter Lavi's like sharp stick in his hand his, <laughs> his sharp metal pole mate they ain't fucking biting me <laughs> funny enough you know right at the end you're actually proven right about that and we'll get to it I hate to admit it. <sighs> I told you. Fucking sure fire away, my friend. The military bomb the area. Mm. You know. Proper well, bomb it as well, don't they? Ain't no little pussy bombings. No, the only thing is, the only issue I have with that is it's the F-22s doing the bombing and they don't have a ground strike capability at the moment. Yeah, but this is 30 years in the yeah, future. Yeah, maybe they upgraded them well. 30 years in the future, isn't mm. it? Well, the military nerd in me went, ha, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what the military nerd in me did? Went, we're still flying then. 
That's what I mean, yeah. Actually, they're probably... Well, they're going to retire them. Because they're not being used enough. They're ridiculously expensive. They're stealth. They've got the, out, they've got the radar signature of a bumblebee from certain mm. angles. They're the most lethal interceptor ever made. And no one, no one wants to fuck with them. <laughs> Everyone's just like, oh, no, not touching that. So they're all a bit retiring, or at least yeah, you think it's thirty years would have something better. Maybe, yeah, it's true. But then again, I suppose all your airfields have been overrun. You've got to make do with what you got, and you. Do you know what? They might not have even been that plane. What you might find is that plane, the aerodynamic shape that they've created, is fucking amazing. You can't improve that much on that, surely. So you might find they are completely different planes, but they just look a lot like mm. because that's what aerodynamic gets to that gets to some point where if you're trying to create more of aerodynamic the only way to get better is to have nothing there at all <laughs> it's like uh, yeah. they'd be or maybe they back engineer the tic tac <laughs> yeah. I think they'd be using what they've got at that point yeah. you're on your ass, aren't you yeah. so they might still find a B-52 for, <laughs> that's what you'd want to do this job damn fucking right the buff the big ugly fat fucker <laughs> that's that plane's nickname is great it? yeah so, the surviving draftees wake up at a camp in the Dominican Republic and Dan meets the colonel who turns out to be the adult, his adult Muri, his daughter. To surviving draftees, only three of them, wasn't there? Yeah, there's literally three of them. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else is dead. She's got some estrangement towards Dan for going through with the draft because in her reality, this kind of fucked their relationship up in her timeline. What did? Him going there... No, 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 no. Nah. I always read it as that. Nah, no, he no, no, left. No. He, he left. He left his mum. But because of what happened in no, this. it didn't happen in that timeline. No. This is the first time it was happening. No, he, he was left dead for before some he... reason we don't know. Yeah. And then a few years later. Never went over it, did they? And a few years later, I think he died in a car crash. Yeah, yeah. He just got dissatisfied, didn't he, with his life yeah. and just left, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah that was it. Yeah, yeah, he didn't realise what he had. Yeah. And he just kind of did that midlife crisis that some people do mm. don't realise what they got and throw it all away over a whim and that's what he did ruined his whole life so she was very 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 bitter towards him yeah but she did go on to be a top scientist yeah and he was very proud he was bless him she tells Dan that her team has located a female white spike whose physiology may be key in taking down the rest of the hive because these things are like a hive as females the males protect them about the alien queen in a way, isn't it? Yeah. But the, the toxin she's developed works on the males, but the females have got an added little bit of ninja boost. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't work on yeah. them. And you've got to kill them, so before you, otherwise you're just going to keep reproducing, aren't they? Yeah. Well, she goes with Dan. She's like, stay on the helicopter, you can't die here, kind of thing. And they this, go into these caves, like these hives under the ground, aren't they? they're abseiling in. They're trying, trying to trank up the fucking mother alien. Well, they've got her tied by ropes. They've got, they they've got shrapnels in her. They're grappling hooks yeah. in her. She's still kicking ass. Yeah, it's not working. It's not. Dan She's saves the day, ass. obviously. Mainly because he sees there's a shit ton of them coming mm. over the hill. Mm. And even if you have... She starts got... making noise, doesn't she? Yeah. And so... then it, it tracks all the males, basically. I wonder how much of a distance she's got on that screech... Miles, gotta be on it. Yeah. So all the white spikes are attacking. They're jumping on helicopters. 
I personally think the one guy who did get taken out by loads of money's chopper should have gone down like a brave, beautiful bastard mm. and just angled his rotor blades down and <laughs> just fucking chopped through <laughs> as many as he could until that thing crashed. They did at one point, didn't they? They yeah. see him jump off the cliff and they... They turn and... Yeah! You're like, yeah! That was fucking awesome. That was the chopper that got... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he did that, and then the next minute he got mm. overrun. He's like, "Oh, oh man, you fucking beautiful bastard!" <laughs> for thinking yeah, of that. Yeah. But the helicopter in films always gets taken down, doesn't it? Because mm-hmm. you, you know it's going to be a good explosion, yeah. don't you? Yeah, that you. Not many people tend to walk away from helicopter crashes. They're usually quite deadly, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm petrified of choppers. Well, anything that you're falling from the sky. Yeah, yeah but you got that. I think it's Aeroplane's like, not many survivors, is it? No, but you've got that spinning blade to just add to well, it. Yeah. I was in a chopper once, it was flying under power lines. Mm. Yeah, that wasn't a pleasant experience. Right. That's, yeah. that's well low. That is very mm. low, but Army Air Corps lads pride themselves on that. Oh, I've never been in a chopper. It's not a pleasant experience, mm. in all fairness. It's not like flying a plane, it's flying on a plane. No, I didn't mind it. I've been on like a chopper that's sort of like a bus takes you from like the mainland to the small island. Where'd you go, Jurassic Park? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went to go to, to an island off Malta. Was there an elderly gentleman in a white suit with a cane top with amber and said, Welcome to Jurassic Park. Welcome. <laughs> To Goza. It was a coupon day, wasn't it, Claire? Yeah. <laughs> it was. <laughs> he couldn't. <laughs> You're saying I'm one of the poor people. No, no but you, I was I'm making joking. a joke about the film. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> I'm one of the rich people. <laughs> Dick. Uh, they do, so they do capture the, the female alien and get her out of there. And Muri, adult Muri, the colonel, and Dan end up on the beach where they get Eve at, and she says to him, "Look, you you left. You, you we were strange. I was with you when you died." And he's like, "Oh fuck me, that's terrible. Mm. I don't like that." She's changing the timeline right there, yep. admittedly, because he's going to go back with that knowledge, isn't he? Don't think about it, Ben. Just don't <laughs> think about it. Don't overthink it. And then we get to see that awesome oil rig base that's like humanity's last stand mm. kind of thing going on. Mm. I kind of feel they rushed this bit. Yeah, Seven could, days he's meant to be there. I think it's because they had the mother. Oh, so he's just all he's doing is she's trying to develop a toxin and he's yeah. kind of hanging around helping her, isn't she? Isn't he? Yeah, well, he's trying not doing to. Much, is he? He's got quite a cushy number, really, yeah. for his draft. I mean, all right, two major engagements, but after that, he's just kind of chilling Sitting out with your daughter, yeah. with you in the lab. Must be nice. Everyone else is getting their fucking arms and legs ripped off and you're just <laughs> chilling in the most secure place on earth. Or we think it's the most secure place on earth because it very horribly goes wrong. Yeah. And you are right, Mike. There's a bit of a time skip in there. Yeah. Unless it's because they've got the female. and all she's them... testing all them things. Does that take six days, does it? It could do. Because mm. there's like 10,000 tests she has to run or something like that. Well, he'd, he'd, they'd already been there a good couple of days anyway. Because the first day was done, he woke up in hospital. That might be another day he was unconscious for. You know what I mean? So they still five days. Yeah, but they could have easily gone two or three days for that, and then another three or four days for the rest of it, and skipped a lot. I just wanted to see some more missions against the aliens. That was the. Yeah, I know what you're saying. More of the aliens. Aliens kind of steal this film on screen, don't they? Think about it. I think yeah. So this, the effects in this film are pretty on point, aren't they? The aliens are pretty good. Mm. Yeah, they look sick. 
Oh, there's no fakery looking. It doesn't look fake in no. any way, does it? No. It, look, it looks as real as you can get nowadays. Yeah. It's and they were amazing. actually firing blank rounds as well. The, the fire wasn't added CGI. You could tell by the, the flash. Mm. Much better. Mm. Unless you had a boardroom or a cameraman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or woman, uh, even. Or camera Bruce, person. Or Bruce Lee's son. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So this oil rig is literally like it's where the, the time travel machine is, the jump link. It's probably the most secure base on Earth. It's where they're doing all their research. There's a big high walls around it. For some reason, there's a cruise ship just floating around mm -hmm. by it, just sailing about. I assume that's for the refugees. It's like a passenger ship, isn't it? Picking up refugees. Do yeah. you reckon that that's like R&R &R base, the cruise ship? It's like if you get a weekend off. Go on, there. You, you can go, go on nice, the cruise ship a and nice have, a bit, pool and have a bit of a gamble and a relax and a drink and that while you just cruise around. I don't they're thinking about that in this sort of no, time. It was full of people. Full yeah, it was probably just full of refugees, wasn't it? There's 500,000 people left yeah. on the planet at this point. So, you know, you're all, you know, there's not many of you, but this is the most, they've got them cool well, phalanx. You think there's people working on a cruise ship. There's five. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's going to have a job at this point. Well, you can fight or you can be a steward. <laughs> on the cruise ship. You're talking, I don't know, 2% of the population fitting on that one cruise ship. So it's handy. Yeah, but I was thinking, like, you know, after everyone goes to fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you've got to fuck. You've got to have some R&R. &R. Mm. You've got to allow some steam. Well, there's only 500,000 people left in the world. You just rotate you just, get, you? you just get naked and fuck whoever's walked past you, to be honest, I'd have thought, by that point. I think they're under some kind of law still, though, on this base. Meh. <laughs> Otherwise, they just put you with the draftees and <laughs> send you on suicide missions. And I'm thinking most people would be like, we're all going to die very soon, let's fuck. That's true. That's how I was thinking of that. I wasn't thinking of, like, forcibly... Having the sex with people. You've got to, you've got to get the population. I'm going to make babies. All right, Mike. <laughs> I mean, my child. I was just, I was just thinking of mass. Hey, baby, thinking, we're going to be dead tomorrow. I was just thinking of a mass gangbang in the sense that we're all going to be dead soon. So, yeah. Oh, you'd be having some cracking orgies on that cruise ship. Let's face it. Because there'd be no like sexual inhibition going anymore, would there? What's the point? Maybe it's a nudist ship. <laughs> We're talking too much about the ship. <laughs> I'm just curious. I'm trying to build a world. Is this, you think is it's it... filming Butlins, ex-Butlins people? Oh, We're going to have some entertainment, God, I hope not. <laughs> I'd rather die than go to Butlins. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll make a spin-off movie with, with, about the cruise ship. <laughs> the ship? I don't know, I reckon there's probably something on Pornhub about it. <laughs> The Tomorrow Ship. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I might just write that movie. <laughs> sell it to some porn company. So, she, Muri, Colonel Murray eventually figures out she gets the right result. She can get a toxin that will kill not only the white spikes, but also the females. And just as she finds that out, guess what happens? The female wakes up. She wakes up, lets her the show. All of a sudden, there's fucking by tens of thousands of these white spike yeah. bastards swimming through the sea. Proper swarm of the you've place, don't they? You've got helicopters, you've got drones firing cannons into them. Everyone's shooting to the sea. You've even got them really cool phalanx Gatling cannons they have on ships that shoot down missiles. Yeah, the goalkeepers. Got, we call it the goalkeeper in Britain, don't mm. we? But the Americans call it the phalanx. Mm. Either way, they're sweet as fuck. They're amazing. That's what I'd be asking for, you know. 
going back from the past, how many of them have you got? And how many can you make every week? Because <laughs> just send us them and the ammunition, we'll win this in a fucking day. Yeah, pass them all. We'll just put like 10 miles deep worth of them and say, come on then, come at us, fuckers. We've also got air superiority. Why are we losing this war? We've got air superiority. <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit ridiculous in a way, isn't it? They yeah. are quite primal brained as well, though, aren't they? Yeah. They're, you know, they're not as clever as us, are they? Surely. No. No, they just, they just got that whole, they top of the food mm. chain now, haven't we? Haven't they? We can't. None of us could take one of them on in hand to hand. Unless Pete's got his spike. Hmm. Not a chance. Nah. I'll do jitsu on it. I'll be all right. <laughs> I got, I got, I got me, me, me eight inch, eight inch bar, eight inch metal bar, eight inch metal bar, and and me jitsu. I'll be all right. I'll do some wrist lock on it. <laughs> it's got how many wrists? How many hands have you got compared to it, though? Don't worry. The spike will keep its mouth busy. Snap one dog. <laughs> snap the other. There you go. Two down already. <laughs> It's quite a cool scene, though, this. Yeah, yeah. Very reminiscent of World War Z, when the zombies swarm the wall. Yeah, mm. yeah I thought I'd seen it some, you know. It does shamelessly borrow this movie, but, you know, it's taking the best bits of loads of mediocre action films and putting them into one super film. Yeah. yeah. The female white flight breaks free and attacks, and it goes a bridge where Murray and Dan have kind of retreated to, trying to make it to the chopper, get to the chopper. No one says it. I'm disappointed, yeah. actually. No one says, get to the chopper. I'm sure she says, get to the chopper. She may do. I think she does. Well, she says to, get to the chopper. But not like Arnie. Though, that, though Dan tries to save Muri, he's got the toxin in his hand. He's holding her in one, and she lets go, so she and the female can die in, in an explosion that's coming up, because the, the cruise ship, presumably because <laughs> the captain's getting his dick sucked, and it's being swarmed by white spikes, crashes into the oil rig. Whilst on fire... What was it, one hell of an orgy? <laughs> that, was, that was some major friction burn, wasn't it? Yeah. We've got a shortage of lube. Everyone be careful. Smoking. <laughs> <laughs> so she kind of falls into the explosion with the female white spike, and Dan, at that moment, boom, he's out of there. He's back to the present day. His time ran out. Presumably she knew his time was going to run out at that point. Yeah. And you've got the little countdown clock on your arm, haven't you? It'd be horrible that though. See, watching your daughter die. Yeah. Watching your daughter, you know she's dying. Like there's no two ways about it. And then you're just gone. And then you get back and she's there alive, but 30 years younger. Mm. It does kind of. You can see when he does jump back and he's like, "Where's the toxin?" He's like, we couldn't get it out your hand, so the toxin made it back. Yeah. All right. Now they got to do it. Now he's like, "Well, I hope her sacrifice then can't be in vain." Um, when he gets home and sees little Muri, he's like, he's fucked. And you can see, like, to be fair, it's not a bad performance for Chris Pratt. In this why, movie. Does he, why doesn't he give the toxin to the government? You'd think that. Well, he does actually go, doesn't he, to the. Is it the Defence Secretary, is it? Later on, he does, yeah. Yeah. He says, look, we, we've got to find out where these are from in Russia. We've got to get there and find this spacecraft and he's like oh fuck that I'm not doing that I'm not doing the world's that. tearing itself apart and doing that I ain't gonna Waste try and save the world why would I bother doing that yeah what an idiot yeah and then later on he takes full credit for it which cut. I loved yeah <laughs> typical politician <laughs> typical fucking politician so he returns home while talking to Emmy and he tells her that he met Muri as an adult and worked with her 
Now, Emmy suggested the aliens didn't arrive in 2048 when the invasion began, but may have been there much earlier. Dan then goes to a bar where he finds Dorian as a dude that's done three tours and keeps coming back. Got the claw around his neck. Clearly an odd bastard. Only guy with any weaponry sense in the entire squad. Mm. Right, taking that big-ass shotgun. I'm having that. Taking that. Give everyone that. And he basically says, the reason I keep doing it is because I've got terminal cancer. He goes, I'm going to die on my terms. I'm going to die on a cancer. I'm going to yeah. go out in a blaze of glory. Being a badass. You know, can't argue with that. Trying to save the world. Trying to save the world, damn it. Fucking another guy's name. He comes back, he survives, he hides, doesn't he? The, oh, the chunky yeah. black guy. Yeah. yeah. Charlie, Sam Richardson's the actor's name. The character's Charlie. He's a scientist and he kind of hides, doesn't he? He's like, mm-hmm. I, I made it back. I didn't fight, though. I just hid. Yeah. Just Don't hid. blame him. Don't blame him at all. No, I, I can't. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's cut off from the guy. Uh, he's mates with Dan, isn't he? And he's, and he's like, he knows that Dan's a soldier or has been a soldier, pretty good soldier. And you're like, I'm going to stick with this dude. And as soon as you lose him, you're like, well, I'm fucked, are you? I'm yeah. a scientist. What's your best choice of what chance of survival? Yeah. Hide for seven days somewhere. Exactly. Bunkering. Yeah. He's got a bit of a tragic backstory, actually, because his wife was one of the first draftees out and she didn't come back. So, you know, it's not about where he doesn't fucking survive either, then that's tragic. But I guess the timelines change at this point. Don't think about it. Nope. No, don't think about it. And Dan asks, because Dorian's got the, the, the fucking, oh, I lost me train of thought. He's got the white spike claw around his yeah. neck. Like, can I have a look at that? And they do a bit of examination on it. There's a flashback to an earlier scene when Dan's teaching class and all the kids are like, hey, what the hell is this? This is crap. We're all going to die anyway. One of the kids is a massive volcano nerd. Mm. So they take it to this him. Is stupid. Yeah, it's a bit of a daft thing, because why would the school just let in two random dudes? Yeah. Yeah, what does this kid know? Well, he's a volcano expert. He's not there, is he? He's a kid. You go to the volcano You'd go to a proper volcanologist. (laughs) You would, admittedly. Yeah. Yeah, But if one of them isn't isn't a boat, you've got to go to your next best source. Trying to track one down in short notice, maybe not the best idea. He's a science teacher himself, isn't he? Which is why he had access to the school. But he's a biology he teacher, technically, so he doesn't... Oh, okay. uh, not... But that's what gave him access to the school. Because he was yeah. a teacher there yeah. until he got drafted. Yeah. So they're going to welcome him back, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Especially so, unhurt. Yeah. They haven't got to put any wheelchair access ramps in for him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, oh, thank God you're okay. We couldn't afford the ramps. <laughs> no, that's great. No, if you knew... <laughs> you knew that oh, you knew somebody... You're like, well, I know a fucking absolute geek. He's like the the most knowledgeable person on volcanoes in the world. It's got volcano cash, volcanic cash on it. Let's go and test it. Let's go see what he can. Yeah, and they do test us. it, and it's got this specific type of ash on it, hasn't yeah. it? Which could have only have come from a specific volcanic eruption in a 948 AD in China, in China and that's how the and then there's the ash spread, and that. So we think that this their ship crashed in the. Russian wilderness in about at least before 948 AD so it's covered by layers of ice which is why no one finds it and guess what this movie gets a subtle environmental kick to the guts for you because it's global warming that's caused these fuckers to thaw yeah. out yeah this is what will happen people if you don't stop global warming buried aliens in the <laughs> ice will kill us fucking all isn't enough to stop global warming I don't know what is yeah 
So Ch Dan, Charlie and Dorian attempt to get help from the government higher up, the De Secretary of Defence, who's like, come on, give us some soldiers, give us the equipment, send us to... What, have you got to lose? You want to stop the war here? Yeah. He's like, nope, we'll stand ourselves apart. I can't be arsed. Can't be arsed. <laughs> I've got other shit to do. I'm a busy man. Get out of here, you bum. So they go to James, and obviously he's back to Dan's dad, James. He was just like, yeah, I'll do it, fuck it. I've got a, I've got a fucking helicopter, jet skis. I've got an expendable setup here, mate. And I've got my Flash Desert Eagle .50, which he mentions earlier and comes in. This is what I'm saying, give everyone a .50. Give everyone yeah, a Desert Eagle. Yeah, give them all a Deagle, you're done. Yeah. And the Russians definitely won't spot us in their airspace. No, they will not. Although... I like to think that Mr. Expendable, yeah, James Expendable, can fly underneath the radar. Uh, it's clearly what he did. But you're right, you still got to land somewhere. Mm. On the ice, duh. <laughs> yeah, the Russians don't bat an eyelid about a plane coming from America uninvited into their airspace. <laughs> nah, don't give a shit. Then man. again, eh, the war's tearing itself apart, fuck it. <laughs> don't think about it, guys. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. They find the crashed ship, and it's weird because it's almost like this is the white spikes weren't flying the ship. They're almost like the xenomorph in this respect. The yeah. from aliens, they're they, kind of like they a were planet the cleanser. Yeah, they were the passengers. Were the cargo? They? The cargo. Yeah, they're like a weapon. You release them onto a planet, they kill everything. It kind of sucks. Mm. But then, like, what do you do then? <laughs> well, then you're gonna go on the planet and kill all them. No, you just glass the planet from all of it. It's more fun to release the white spikes. You got to wait three years or so then for them to conquer the planet. Just, oh, yeah, die? maybe it's for reality TV show purposes. <laughs> maybe they send down bigger beasts that are going to kill the white spikes, and then they get an even bigger beast. Yeah, until they just one giant beast that you can just shoot in the head with a space <laughs> rocket. Yeah, or <laughs> we'll wait till the winter and it freezes. Them. Yeah, whatever's good, really. Yeah, and maybe it's like they're starved out. Starved out when they run yeah. out of food. There you go. You've got to wait generations for that, though, haven't you? Probably. Oh, I don't know. The three years has nearly had the human race. I mean, mm. how long they're going to last? Once all the animals are presumably gone as well, because they're just killing us, are they? Well, Elephants you, are gone. Rhinos are gone. Dogs, see, cats. You see them chasing down the horses, don't you? Yeah, horses are gone. There's no more horses. It's tragic. Certainly, certainly in the herd we saw, definitely none left. I'd be really upset about the elephants. You'd like to yeah. think an elephant could put up a bit of a fight against one. I don't know, mate. They're barreling Humvees over. They're certainly going to rock an elephant. Maybe one, but not if there's a pack of them. No, but you'd like to think they maybe squish one or two of them. Mm. I'm just hoping there was, there was two elephants on that oil rig. Mm. And some penguins. I wonder what would happen if a rhino charged one. You know what? I want to see it. Because <laughs> you can guarantee a rhino against a Humvee would probably have a similar effect yeah yeah definitely I think they'd smash it up but then you know if, they, if they'd just get two white spikes spiked yeah. let's face it they'll probably be extinct by then well, it's a good point yeah they are gone so they find the white spikes are cargo on this alien ship and they and they start like because there's not that many of them to start with there's probably not a great deal of them it doesn't give any indications of the number but they're all sitting like suspended animation in these gel sacks and they start jabbing the toxin into them. Sad thing is they eventually wake up. Alerts the others, isn't it? Alerts the others. But the toxin works, that's the main thing. Yeah. These things are fucking dissolving. 
hell of a toxin, isn't it? One, well, absolutely. <laughs> I suppose it's basically a liquid. Well, not a liquefied because there's some other liquid in it, but a concentrated nerve agent, isn't it? Straight into the bloodstream. They not, just start to melt, don't they? Yeah, it's which is nice. what certain chemical agents, nerve agents, yeah. will do to you. Not a nice thing. No, oh God, no. Stop. You don't want to go dancing the funky chicken, do you? Or dissolving. Yeesh. So they wake up and, and begin to attack after an intense battle. Dorian, who's got the terminal cancer, remember, says, oh, fuck this, I'm going out. Oh, I want to go out. They've been planting C4 all around the ship and he's got the detonator. <laughs> Motherfuckers! Is what, what would you, what's your death scream? I'm just going to scream, Motherfuckers. Never thought about it, to <laughs> be honest. Yeah. Have it. Have Welcome it. to Earth! Oh, yeah, welcome to Earth. Well, that's more of a punchy alien one, though, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, but it's, it is a good one, though. It's like, no, no, I'd be like that. Welcome to England. That's what I'd say. I, I would have sent in a load of Millwall supporters. Mm. Yeah. Just bare-chested into the Russians, no, and Geordies, and just sent a load of Millwall football hooligans into there, and right, get down in that ship and sort these aliens out for us. And they're all standing there, come on, have a go, if you think you're hard enough. <laughs> and then they just all get eaten, and killing two birds with one stone. Yeah. Isn't that a tap the block? It could be. <laughs> Chavs versus aliens. Yeah. Yes, it is, It's yeah. not a bad film. It's all right. It's all right. It's Surpri- got the chap in from Star Wars, hasn't it? Yeah, surprising film. Yes. So he just tells you, I'm going to fucking take out all these bastards, but only the female escapes, and she goes after Dan and James. They attempt to inject her with a poison, but she bites her own arm off to prevent it spreading. So she's got the brains in this community, hasn't yeah. she? Luckily, they did plant lots of C4 around the ship. They did. And the dude stays behind. Yeah, Dorian Blaster, yeah. yeah. Oh, did you? Did, yeah. Oh, sorry. You, you must have said it so quick. It just kind of like... That was my death past. stream. That was, that was led me on to the death stream. Right, with you. It's quite a cool little fight scene, yeah, this, actually. Yeah, yeah, it is. His dad's actually not bad with a sniper rifle, and Charlie does actually fight this time. He kills a white spike with a fucking circular saw, yeah, completely by like... accident, because he forgets to load his gun. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a bit of a rookie error, especially when you've got a seasoned soldier next to you. Though, if I was like him, if I was, he calls him conspiracy Santa as well, which is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. James, you know, the Vietnam veteran mercenary dude. I'd be like, you never fired a rifle before, have you? I'm just going to check your rifle for you to make sure you've done everything right. Yeah. You would, wouldn't you? Yeah. But he's taking him out with a fucking... See, he's got the right idea. He's got, like, a proper battle rifle round. He's sniping the fuckers as well, which is kind of cool. I like that. So I know what you did in Vietnam, mate, and what what you've been doing for the last 30 years. (laughs) They actually do employ Pete's tactic of ramming a... I think it's like an ice axe into its mouth to hold the mouth over and stab it up through the jaw. Yeah. Similar idea to yours, Pete. They might have ripped you off. I know, bastards. (laughs) But yeah... I'll let them. James has his .50 out shooting it in mm. the fucking face it's still com- this thing's fucking unkillable until they get finally get the virus into its garb its open mouth and inject it straight down its gullet kick it off a cliff and kick it off a cliff or it doesn't it sort of stumble out? anyway it lands with a fucking splatter mm. oh yeah it completely splats it's definitely not coming it's, back it ain't, it ain't, it ain't no coming back you ain't never coming back. But I, what I liked about the, that little scene was where it bit its arm off, showed 
its intelligence. Oh, absolutely. Because you kind of go through the film thinking they're just some kind of vicious beast. But I think at that point, you're like, ah, oh, shit, she ain't fucking stupid. No. I actually felt a little bit sorry for her. Fuck me, Mike. <laughs> no. last of her species. She's going to kill everybody if she survives. <laughs> what do you want? Put her in a zoo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> Mike, all right, guys. Would you put the mother alien from aliens <laughs> yeah. in a zoo? Yeah. You fucking lunatic. I, you know I, that's going to go wrong. I'd freeze her up. Cryogenic, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but you don't want it waking up, do you? No. I mean, they were pumping her full of, like, a ridiculous amount of sedative every hour just to keep her in the cage. When you think about it, she's probably been abducted from her home world, put into suspended animation, wake up and these crazy aliens are trying to kill her, and she's done nothing. Yeah, it's what they go on to do, though, <laughs> isn't it, Mike? <laughs> I'm just saying, a little bit in of In that scenario, feel sorry you're spot on, though. Yeah. She's just woke up from a deep sleep. Some guys are shooting her. She's like, what the fuck? Run run. outside. They start shooting at her again. They kill like, all her children. Yeah. Mm. In, in, a, in, a, in a weird way. Aww. Yeah, that's... Are you all insane? The inside's a bit rough, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, a bit off the bit, they're wiping out the human race just because we're here. They're just doing what they do naturally. Oh, great! (laughs) So, there's a planting up. If there's a species ever turns up on this planet that could just plant. Bambi, I think. (laughs) (laughs) So, what you're telling me, if a species ever rocks up on this planet or evolves into something that could knock humanity off top of the food chain. You'd be like, oh, let's put it in a zoo. Yep. You've been sane. I don't want to live in your world. We're going to die. What can go wrong? <laughs> everything. Everything can go wrong. Oh, we're going to breed the white spike queen. There's only one of them. We're going to have some more. Oh, all of a sudden, there's fucking 10,000 of the bastards. I bet they're cute when they're little babies. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Why do you start selling the plushes? <laughs> Christmas is coming, Mike. Get on that idea. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think they're going to make miniature ones. Imagine if they did, though. None of the neighbourhood cats would survive, would they? (laughs) You're not domesticating white spikes. It's not going to happen. You're insane. All right. Seriously though, I did feel a little bit sorry for it. And that, that it was even, a it was a portion of me. It never even crossed my mind about that thought point. Yeah, you didn't look at it from her point of view. He's not yeah. an empath, is he? No, nope. definitely not an empath. No, I'm a stoic. <laughs> I see a problem and solve it. Problem: deadly alien species can wipe out humanity. Solution, splat, kill it dead. <laughs> Use my mastery of semi-automatic weapons and kill it dead. Or kill it with fire. I'd have nuked cities to stop these fucking things. Kill it with fire, man. You know, if I could lure them all into a city, and, like, leave a load of cattle there or something, try and lure them in, or capture the female, stick her in the middle of the city, lure them all in, Boom. it's ward, just fucking nuke the damn thing. That would have been like nicking it straight off Godzilla now, wouldn't it? With the fish. The fish? I'm, which Godzilla are we talking about? Because they all kind of... I've seen a few of them and they all kind of blur into one a little bit. 
Apart from the ones where he fights Mothra. No, the one where they get the fish and they get the, they try and take down Godzilla. Oh, uh, yeah, it's one of the earlier ones, isn't it? The, the, the 90s one. Yeah, the 90s oh, one. Oh, yeah, the one. Yeah, my dad's in that movie. Yeah, he is. Well, there's oh. a bloke that looks like my dad. <laughs> like, he's the spit of my dad. For that general, time. Like, like 1997, that movie came out. Yeah. Yeah, he's the spit of my dad from 1997. Mm-hmm. 98, I think. No, gee, yeah. And the guy from Leon's in that movie. Yeah. The French guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And who can't forget Ferris Bueller? Oh shit, he's in that as well, isn't he? The main oh, fucking yeah, dude. Yeah, he is, yeah. yeah. Worm guy. I've never seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off, no. Oh, you need Ferris shooting. Oh, that's one of our next <gasps> movie choices. Yeah, it's fine. It's meant to be a classic, isn't it? Yeah. It's never, got, never got learned to watch it. Yeah, definitely one of the next movie choices. So to announce that Blackburn Rovers are 1 0 up. For now. For now. So, back to the end of the film. They've won. Mm. The, the defence secretary says it was all his idea. He financed it, he authorised it, he did everything, and I knew it was the right thing to do, because now we haven't got to fight this fucking war. Great. Shouldn't have sent all them people now, should we, really? <laughs> no, we should have thought a bit more about all this whole thing. Oh, fuck. So this is the problem. They reached out to the Americans first. <laughs> Shoot first, questions later. Always been their mentality, always will be. And this look where it winds you up. <laughs> they do have that reputation, don't they? <laughs> Drop down in England, because we will have a debate about it. We will talk about we'll it. We'll do nothing, though. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, but hopefully, in the meantime, whilst it's being debated, some genius will go, hold on. Hold on. Let's find out where it was. Hang on, some boffin. Wait, wait for him. Or an egghead. Wait for him and destroy him when they land. Oh, but they don't land. We think they were there first. Oh, okay, where then? Let's go find it. Let's dig the bastards up. You'd think we'd be doing some kind of prep. They know Russia, they know another time. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. We, if we were talking, if, if we were talking, because they didn't know that initially, though, did they? They didn't know initially that there was no aircraft spotted or anything like that they had no, no idea but they until... know it first occurred 2048 yeah. in Russia that was the first sight of them yeah. you've just got to turn around to the Russians and say look we're going to nuke your wilderness <laughs> just to make sure sorry you can nuke it yourself if you want yeah. <laughs> we're not bothered but we're going to nuke it Seems one fair. of us, one of us is nuking one, it. Can we fire <laughs> one at least? Why nuke it? Why not just like dig down, kill them one by one? You know. Either way. Yeah, but if they do get out and we fuck it up, I suppose you you just get the the Russians never had like, the entire world's armed forces onto their soil, are they? Well, they definitely did it the right way, didn't they? They snuck in. Yeah. Did it under radar, supposedly. Yeah. That's it. So the news spreads that the war has been prevented, and Dan goes home with James and he introduces him to the family. It's a nice, happy, wrapped-up ending. Yep. Well, a nice little bow. There's talk about a sequel. Ooh. That'll be the next chapter when they'll be like, level two. See, I was thinking about five minutes ago, how can there be a sequel? And I thought, well, like, an easy way for there to be a sequel is wasn't the only ship that crashed. That's, yeah. There was a ship about 12 miles up the road that hadn't thawed for another 12 years. So in, ni- in 2062... <laughs> or them aliens who are transporting yeah, them things around rock up yeah. and we have an Independence Day-style scenario, ground war. Hmm. 
took oh, a long time to get there, didn't it? Yeah, space oh, travels three thousand years, oh, or whatever. Space it's big. Oh, oh yeah, they, they've got a whole different species or an upgraded version. Yeah, upgraded. Maybe these things are genetically engineered yeah. to be the perfect killers. Maybe these are like not six feet. Take Sounds a bit alien like, like the xenomorph. Yeah, Goggler. Yeah, xenomorph. That's exactly where I was going. They're like sixty feet tall. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Then we have to make giant robots to fight them. Yeah. Pacific Rim? Yeah! <laughs> oh, this is just a prequel to Pacific Rim, isn't it? <laughs> you know what? I actually really like Pacific Rim. First one. First one's fantastic. I love it. It gets a bit shit towards the end. It starts great, and it gets progressively a bit worse as the movie goes on, mm. until the end is a bit like, uh. But, I still love it. I love so, this. I love this movie. I'll give it a seven point one. I was going to say scores yeah. then next, isn't it? Yeah, seven point one. I believe for me. Yeah, we did that at the start. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it was recap. What did you have to go on? I didn't give my score. I, I, no. I don't know if I gave my score. You didn't. You didn't. We didn't. We saved it for no, later. It's a, yeah, it's a solid seven. I would say. It kept you awake. You didn't kept fall asleep. Awake. Snooze factor great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, I thought it was better than. A 7.1. Ooh. Ooh. I thought it was a 7.2. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, fucking hell. All right. Nah. No, g- genuinely, I, I was thinking 7.5. I, I was thinking around that kind I of I would mark. give it a 7.5 if but, it didn't have gaping plot holes. But with the highlighting of all the plot holes that I hadn't yeah. really thought and about that, watching the film. That's because it tricks you into not thinking about them. Because, well, I, I, I yeah, never do. I always take films with its artistic licence. Yeah. You, you won't enjoy hardly any film no. unless you do that. So I always take them at... Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed the film for the, for the action, the, the, really, the really good CGI... And the pretty good acting as well. I like yeah. the acting. There was yeah. no actor within that film that made me go, ugh, fucking hammed that one, didn't Some he? Some of the dialogue was a bit wooden and a bit dodgy. You can't help the dialogue as an actor, can you? No. You've got to work with what you're given. Got, yeah. yeah, and they all work well with what they had. Yeah, I thought it was decent. I enjoyed it. I mean, the thing is, I like that kind of movie. You yeah. know, just explosions, gunfire. I haven't got to think too much about the pleasure escapism. Yeah. yeah, it's just good action. That, yeah, that's what I like about fun it. Film. It should have been made in the early nineties. <laughs> this is an early nineties kind it's of action much, film. Wouldn't have looked as good. Really, yeah. hmm? Wouldn't have looked as good. No, it wouldn't have. But still, uh, just a quick question. I I was watching this movie. Which sci-fi alien from movies wouldn't you like to face off against either an Earth invasion or as part of a group? Because I'm not still. I'm still down with the Xenomorph as my worst one. I'd like to face. Ooh. Good question. These are up there. They're These good. are definitely up there. Yeah, they're brutal, aren't they? Yeah. A, a xenomorph would fuck it up, though, I think. Yeah. Yeah, the acid for blood had just finished. Even if it killed it, it's dying. Yeah, the last the laugh. It, yeah. And the queen alien's better than their female. Oh, the fuck queen that. alien smashed the shit out of that, yeah. that, yeah, that female white spike. Still the one I wouldn't like to face, but they're both kind of similar. Predators up there. Predi- but you just can't got to be armed for Predator. I'd say Predator... Stop your weapon and put your hands up. See, Predator <laughs> can be reasoned with. Yeah, true. Semi-friendly. Mm. So, if you're a dick, you're fucked. As soon as you know there's a Predator about, drop oh. your weapon and just walk around. Oh, my, it's the thing, isn't it? Oh, the thing, yeah. You know who the fuck it is. Yeah, True. 
It's got to be the thing. But as a planet, well, the blob's a bit of a bastard as well. As a the human, blob was a human, nasty one when yeah. I was a kid. I didn't like that one. Well, I like, liked it. Yeah. Oh, scared me. It's in the remake, the eighties. Yeah, I have seen them all. To be honest, I've seen every well, one the, of them. There's the Steve. There's the very the old one, the black and white one. Steve Os, no. Stone Cold, Stone Cold Steve Austin was about to shit at the blob. He was in Bullet and Steve McQueen. Yeah, Steve, Steve McQueen. McQueen. Steve I was hoping for Steve Stone Cold now. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my God, it's the steel chair. It's a stunner. It's well, uh, st- it was in the fifties. So stunner to the blob. Definitely wasn't him. That's the first one I watched. I watched that. I've never seen that one, but yeah, seen the remake of the eighties. It's good. It's it's the one I saw originally, and then I watched the remake yeah, a few years one. later. But yeah, the, the original's yeah, better. The thing then for me, that's, that's it's got to be. Yeah, that is one of the. I'm still going for Xenomorph, See, I, I think, is the I, one I'd least like to fight. Critters for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Wouldn't be too keen on gremlins if I'm on my own, you know, with limited weaponry, and there's a building full of gremlins, I'm diehard. One it? gremlin you can take. One gremlin, yeah. And let's face it, I'm just kicking fuck out of Gizmo. And that's the same with critters, though. One critter, mm. no problem. Yeah, but solving the problem, aren't Yeah. Problem. Yeah. So critters, they're, they're quite nasty as well. Yeah. Especially when they roll into a ball and just yeah. fucking, like, dice anything they, they they roll over. It's an issue. I loved that film. The original one was fucking brilliant. I, I watched that as a teenager. Christ, been yes, a while. Yeah, same way, yeah. I'd he... love to watch that again, actually. I haven't seen it for many, many years. I think humanity is always going to be most scared of something that we can't, like you know, like Pete said, can't reason with. So yeah. radiant, you know, something that's just doing it through natural, you know, primal sort of. Yeah. What's the word? Instinct. 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 I am going to say Predator would be up there in in the most formidable. Oh yeah, you ain't taking a Predator hand to hand, not unless you're Arnie or Danny Glover. Well, if uh, then. Danny Glover's got a weapon, hasn't he? Well, that's true. Yeah. He tours himself properly. Mm. up to And Arnie gets his ass kicked. He if does. If Arnie can't take him, then... Who can? Yeah. Uh, the thing is, uh, the way I look at it is, they were uber-intelligent, fucking well-equipped, physically and mechanically and weaponry. Technologically. Technologically. Yeah. Technologically? <laughs> it's got a new word. <laughs> yeah, technologically. Yeah, I, I think as far as formidable, mm. they are they're number one. Yeah, and they 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 have fun killing xenomorphs. They yeah, is their trophy sport, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. so they're R and R. We've gone with them as one yeah. of the most fucking scary, dangerous. Yet they 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 make fun of that. Yeah, but the thing is, I mean, like the predators only hunt for sport, don't they? So it's like I drop my rifle and just sit in the corner. Yes. It's probably not going to kill me because I'm no sport. That's what yeah. makes them the least, the least scariest. I think the least scariest out of all of them, but the most formidable. Mm. Yeah, true. And I still go with it. I, st- I still wouldn't like to go to Xenomorph an alien. No, I'm with you on that. Or yeah. one of these fuckers. Because you're just like, I might kill it. I might get lucky, but then the acid splash is going to get me. I think these are up there though. Yeah. 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 With Xenomorph. Oh yeah, yeah, very. I think it's the numbers are very. Yeah. It's the numbers, yeah, isn't it? It's not even the numbers, mate. They're the size of a fucking. They're the size of a bloody rhino, built like a rhino with big teeth. Yeah, they're gonna rip you spike apart. Spike guns, <laughs> natural spike guns. Anyway, 
Yeah. Well, that's the end of that. I think. I think we can all agree we enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Worth the watch, guys. Yeah, definitely. We cutting for the bull approved. So I've been Ben. Thanks for listening. Don't drink the flavour aid. Don't join the cult. Until next time. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. Thanks for listening.